Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about pull requests. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, as a software engineer, when you start finding issues during the second or third round of code reviews, when you verify the pull request after your initial comments were addressed, does it frustrate the software engineer who raised the PR? Oh yes, especially if that uh, software developer is me. But it also pisses me off if um, I keep if uh, every change that I ask someone to make results in more issues. This is the this right here, guys, is one of the big reasons why soft skills is important in IT. And the, the best part is that the HR person doesn't even know that this is why the the uh, soft skills are so important, because this thing here is. The number one killer of uh, uh, teams in software development. This is nothing outside of this is more important for the the uh, mood within the team. Oh, if we now exclude, of course, like external factors that you can't really control, like your managers, etc., etc. But everything that happens within the team, this is the thing that is dangerous where people get pissed off in their code reviews or they have different sets of opinion of how to do things and they start he hating each other because they always fi feel that it's a frustrating experience to to do code reviews and I'm not gonna lie this used to be the one of the things that pissed me off the most when I kept on having people who like it was just endless it never stopped like it felt like you could change something and then they were happy with that but then they found stuff later down that all they were also unhappy with and like you they just kept on adding and adding and adding today i'm happy to say that i've grown to a point where because i found that a lot of the frustration came went away when i decoupled my sense of identity uh, from the code and when i uh, realized that <coughs> this is part of the process there's no point in being angry with it because it is the process. It's something similar to I've tried to teach my coworkers. I had that actually the other day, uh, yesterday. The one of my coworkers, um, he pulled up a pull request where he was trying to create some temporary code in order to make a solution that I know for a fact is not going to help him. It's just that he's not. He he doesn't actually know how to solve this problem. And it, but the reason why he pulled it out was because he wanted to avoid having to deal with another team who were not so inclined to help him. And so I said to him, No, we can't like try to fix, like uh, make a workaround in our team just because they don't feel like helping you at this point. You're gonna have to talk to them, or more likely, you're gonna have to go to talk to our manager and have their manager and the, his and our manager go and talk so that they can resolve this and we can act like professionals. And of course, he says, Oh, yeah, but I don't really want to do that because uh, I mean, that, that's a lot of noise, etc. etc. And I go, Yes. But the problem is when you start getting into the habit of trying to create workarounds, you're trying to avoid the real issue, then you're never gonna, uh, we, then we have a problem here. And because we're not addressing it in a sustainable way, we are going to put ourselves in a worse situation, and that's why I want you to do it this way. Now, he wasn't very happy with me over that, but it is, as I've always said, if you're gonna do it, you have to try to do it right first. 
you can't take the easy route uh, you should never start with the easy route until you verify that this is probably the only way of doing it and so when you're dealing with people in the software team in this manner it is actually very important that you understand that there is a mood to everything that you do now in this situation he's a little bit of an, in a bit of a pickle because I am the team lead which means that I mean my argument is reasonable and he should be doing this sort of thing right but I know that this frustrates him because he wanted to do a quick and easy solution and the issue is when we have that difference in opinion and we can never seem to resolve it and so what I try to remember is when I, I mean you're talking about the second or third round of code reviews this is where I try to make a distinction if the code that I asked to be changed is now in a good state I try to be careful with giving too much feedback on things that are irrelevant if that makes sense it's all down to the communication as I said it's all down to sort of finding that balance between what can you let slide and what is very important uh, for you to uh, to go for, uh, to to, um, to sort of enforce now with my coworkers as I was saying I could have let that slide but the problem is that if I had in that situation it's something that is going to hurt the team long term and it's also an indicator too that he is actually not as good as he as he needs to be in order to solve this problem and I haven't like uh, this is still something I have to I'm gonna have to deal with but the the, the reality is that. I am at that point in this specific scenario not able to give him the time of day uh, because I have other commitments to set this up for him and f help him fix it but the and the, the the issue is that when you make mistakes like these and you push them and you some and this is the thing that a lot of software developers don't understand a lot of people don't understand we talk about no blame and we talk about being understanding etc etc yes this is a good approach but there's a large amount of people who seem to mistake incompetence and uh, being really bad at what you do for, and then being forgiven for that uh, and sort of like having an idea that there is no such thing as being wrong too often there is so if I as an example as I said if, as an example if I see that after two or three times of submitting your pull request you still fuck up the slightest simplest thing I'm gonna start getting really pissed off not and it's the say it's the it, it, it all comes down to the details if you are the if the if I'm reviewing over and over and you keep on making these mistakes over and over I'm gonna get upset just as you are probably gonna get upset or depending on who you are you're gonna get really stressed out but this is nobody's fault because you are unable to produce the results that I desire but at the same time if I'm too critical of you when we're doing this thing I'm actually nitpicky to the point where you get frustrated and I can be, I've been guys I've been on both sides of this I've been really irritated that someone keeps on fucking up the pull request like they can never really do their job properly and I've been in a situation where I've been reviewed and I get these tiny micro pointless comments over and over and over this name could be nicer okay what would you like it to be I don't know it could just be nicer that's the worst comment you can possibly give me you go immediately on my blacklist if you do that so you give me a, in the, uh, a comment saying that I should rename something but you can't think of a better name because what you think that I'm just randomly typing shit out 
No, I couldn't either come up with a better name, so shut the fuck up. Uh, it, this is this is very very difficult and so the frustration I can promise you guys are on both sides it, and it really as I said it comes down to who are you because you're gonna be the one who gets pull, pull gets a pull request and you keep on giving comments and then you keep on seeing that this person guys I've worked with guys where they actually gave up the person Submitted. It was nothing. I mean, I I know for a fact that this person is incompetent to the point where the only reason they work in the company is because the comp at that time that the company didn't know how to hire someone. They they did not know how to write code at all, because the, and I the the reason why they came into into my sphere of things was because they didn't have like his uh, coworker who is I likely as incompetent as he was they weren't available so he had to be reviewed by someone else and then you could put like they pushed the same code and said quote unquote that it was fixed five times and they didn't even address the thing that I was asking for and you might think oh Frederick what was this terrible thing that you wanted changed it was very simple I wanted in this case it was TypeScript I would wanted them to change the return type of a function from any to a boolean but they didn't understand what I was saying and they were half across the world so I'm not really sure like, uh, yeah it was it made me so angry so so angry and the other thing has been true a hundred times as well I've submitted things and gotten tons of these sort of reviews and been frustrated to the point where I get angry thoughts about the pettiness of the person that I'm dealing with and who can say who is right and who is wrong because it's really a subjective thing I imagine because I know for a fact that I have had people who have been really pissed off at me who feel like Freddy can never get the thing that I want right this is a very complicated issue so what I want you to take away from this is that yes good god I get pissed off if, if, if I see if I find that the same per if a person keeps on adding updates to a pull request and they never do a good job it starts to weigh on you it definitely it does and the same thing goes in the reverse if you keep on getting these like micro like these comments over and over and over from like you no matter how much you do you seem to never get to the end of the nitpickiness of your coworker it's also going to piss you off and that's why soft skills and all of this stuff is so important and team building and so forth because if this this game we play or like this dynamic doesn't work it will rot the team and that is why you have to find ways to communicate about the things that are important to change so you don't let you know really dangerous stuff into the code base but at the same time you have to let some stuff go maybe that name they picked wasn't perfect maybe the I don't know the function was a little bit too big etc etc but is you know in a hundred years is it gonna matter yes or no so it's all about that, that balance balancing quality mindset and so forth and so forth with you know letting the you know reasonable expectation etc etc on both sides which is very very difficult uh, and in many cases it is difficult to the point where you do get frustrated uh, it helps as I said try to deta detach your sense of identity from the code and try to get to a point where you see this as just part of the process 
as I've said in other videos guys there are many ways in many situations you work in a code base that is really shit and you could in theory you know of smarter ways of working you know better ways of doing things etc etc but this is how it works at this specific company just as if uh, you go and work for a company that makes handmade clocks they all know everybody in that company knows that you can automate that process and make clocks faster but that's not what they're selling they're selling handmade clocks and so being frustrated over that you have to put the thing together by hand is sort of a stupid uh, stupid thing to get upset over have a great day